1: Hello, fellow gamers. Welcome back to another episode of the Video Gamers Podcast. We are three lifelong gamer dads here to casually talk about video games. Today we have yet another hijack a host episode for you all. We are so excited to have this ready for you all. I am your host, Paul, and joining me, he is currently throwing a rave in his office with some crazy lighting effects going on behind him. It's Josh. Hey,
2: don't hate my setup, guys, okay? The more RGB you have, the better you are at games. Everybody knows this. I'm putting Sandstorm in the background on this one. Oh, there you go.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Josh has the uh, track lighting with running lights. Yeah. You know, so kind of like a strobe effect, but not exactly. (laughs) And then joining Josh and me, he was wearing his sunglasses both indoors and at night until about 30 seconds ago. It's Ryan. Oh, oh now they're back they're, on. They're back on, baby.
0: <laughs> I wear my sunglasses at night. <laughs> oh.
1: This is a great look, Ryan. I feel like you're trying to be like a stereotypical cool kid from a 90s sitcom. You got the backwards uh, hat, the sunglasses. I was don't, pretty rad.
0: Don't talk to me, nerd.
2: I was just thinking the more of Ryan's face, we don't have to see the better. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh. yeah.
0: Directly proportional. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. My wife says that too. I don't oh. know.
1: <laughs> Very nice. Well, we have a little bit of housekeeping before we jump into our regular content here. Josh, I think you've got a couple of listener reviews.
2: Yeah, we've been letting these pile up a little bit. So I figured I'd quit being lazy and start reading some of these. Um, if you have not left us a review, It is one of the best things you can do for the podcast. So if you like the show, if you like what you're hearing, whether this is the thousandth episode that you've tuned into or the first episode, Think about leaving us a review. If you listen on an iPhone, Apple podcast, you can leave a written review. Uh, if you're on Spotify, you can rate us five stars. But please take just a second to do that. It really is very uh, little effort uh, to, to leave those, but they make a big impact for us. And there's a good chance we'll read them on the show. Like this first one that comes in from Metal Flint that's titled Amazing. And it says, I just got a new tablet for Christmas, so I decided to leave a review on this awesome podcast. Do you like video games? Do you like funny, jolly people on podcasts? Do you like a friendly community? Well, this is the podcast for you. These guys are hilarious, a good source of information, and friendly. What more could you want? Just a bunch of gamer dads with a killer podcast. P.S. The Discord server is awesome. Nice! <laughs> what a great review. Thank
1: you, Metal Flint. I, I, I love like, hearing these reviews. I feel it's like, so nice. You know, we
2: tell people about the Discord server, and people go, "Yeah, every person in the world has a Discord server. Like, why would I join yours?" But it is legitimately a phenomenal group of people. We we talk video games. It's not spammy. It's not you know. It, it really is just a very cool community. So if you're looking for a gaming community, think about joining. All right, and this next one comes in from our buddy, Squeebs, and it's titled, Waited to Make a Review, and here's why. And it says, first off, your guy's show is absolutely amazing, and I love listening to the show while I'm working due to me driving a lot for work. Keep up the great work. I love hearing the banter back and forth and keeping me entertained while I'm working. Okay, time for the reason why I waited to make the review. So I've been wanting to leave a review for a while now, but I wanted to wait because as we all know, you guys are gaming dads. Well, I'm finally a gaming dad myself, too. Now there's less than a month before me and my girlfriend get to meet our baby for the first time ever. So I'm excited to be a dad and be able to call myself a gaming dad, too. I know this is a long review, but if you were able to read it on the show, that would be absolutely amazing to hear. Love you guys. Can't wait to hear more episodes congratulations squeebs Heck yeah congrats <laughs>
1: absolutely what a cool review and you know hopefully squeebs jr will grow up to be a gamer
2: right. and you guys will be able to play games together yep. there's nothing better than being able to game with your kids it's true my both of my kids are gamers and uh it is really awesome to be able to just chat video games but you know you gotta you gotta get them in there early yep <laughs> you gotta raise them right yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh well, how nice! You know we love getting these reviews. Like Josh said, you know anyone out there with an iPhone or just even an Apple ID, you can leave that review. We would you know love to have you all be able to do that. And um, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about today's episode: a hijack a host. We have had quite a few of these lately. Yeah. Most of our listeners are probably relatively familiar with the format. Um, you know, basically. Long story short, we do have our Patreon support options. If anyone signs up under the legendary tier, which is a pretty high price, it's 100 bucks. But if you do that, even for just one month, you get to pick any game. You get to pick any host. They are forced to play that game. The other hosts can choose to jump alongside if they want. They don't have to. And then we come back after a couple weeks and give our thoughts on that game. So Ryan... Do you want to talk a little bit about the
0: fun of these episodes because we don't uh, especially you and I are in the dark yeah. in this episode? well, that's that's what makes it great because everything you guys hear, all the reactions are genuine and real and on the spot when we record. Whenever somebody picks uh, a host to hijack, they go to either one of one of the other two and let them know, hey, I'm picked I picked Paul or Josh or whatever. This is the game I want and then, you know, this is this is what I who I want to play and then that person has the the information the other two don't. So we have no idea what's going on or what's going to happen. We have no idea what the game's going to be or who it's going to be. So it's kind of a cool anticipation thing. We're as in the dark as you listeners out there. So it's kind of fun to Wonder, play a guessing game, sit and think for a few days. Well, Josh says, I know what it is. And we just kind of sit and think. So <laughs> yeah. Giga's gives his little hints, but we have no idea. So that's that's what makes it pretty fun.
2: Yeah, I, I love these episodes, uh, not because I know the game and the host, um, but it's it's one of those things we've always talked about this in the past. It's it's a favorite thing to do. We've all got that friend that we just say, dude, I can't believe you've never played this series or this game or you know something along those lines like we all have these games that resonate with us and then we all have those friends that have just missed out on them somehow and we love the idea of just saying if i could just make you play it i think you'd love it you know or You know, you might hate it, but then that tells me something about, like, your gaming preferences and, and, like, what you prefer and things like that. And the beauty of this podcast is we all have very different opinions on games and what resonates with us. And that's beautiful because that is a reflection of gamers as a whole. Just because I like something does not mean that Paul likes it or that Ryan likes it. And so that is something that we really make as like a foundation for this podcast is to just put the information out there and then let you guys decide what you think about a game. We might, you know, obviously we'll give our opinion on it, but we're not trying to like shove that opinion on you. But I love being exposed to games that none of us would have ever played before. I mean, let's be honest. Most of the hijacks lately have been games that we never would have looked twice at. I mean, SpongeBob, Torchlight, Endless Dungeon, uh, Ghostbusters, you know, I mean, we've got all these crazy games and it's just whether we love the game or not, it's fun to just broaden our horizons and share that with the listeners.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're basically taking the words right out of my mouth, Josh. I was going to say there are so many games that we have covered that we had just never heard of. And this is sometimes it's best to just go into a game blind just because you have to and you just get to experience it we're not hardcore gaming journalists we're just regular old gamers and we're going to get together and just give our thoughts you know we all have experienced it i think where you read a critical review and it's like you're you're missing the point the game is fun i don't care if that doesn't make any sense or or whatever and so we try to just give that like every man opinion of playing this game giving our thoughts about it you know Shout out to Legendary Jake, who opened the Floodgate initially. He was our very first Legendary supporter. I think we've done about 15 of these ever since. And so, yeah, yeah. whether it's a game like The Cave, which I had never heard of, and it ended up being like a pretty decently fun game. Never would have thought of it or, or seen it or anything otherwise. So it's always a little bit exciting. And I think it adds a little bit of both excitement and anxiety because we just don't know what to expect. It's in the hands of our listeners, and I think that's fun. I think a lot of people enjoy it as well. All right. Now, this particular episode is coming to us courtesy of Disretory. So Disretory went legendary. He uh, waited a couple weeks to make his decision here. He is very active in our Discord. We love having him in there. Famously loves Star Citizen, Anytime we talk about it on the show, (laughs) we get an update from (laughs) Distortory, which is great. You know, we love knowing about the game and we know that he loves VR games. He's popped in and talked a lot about that over, you know, the last several months. So I'm kind of curious to hear from you guys since we know it's coming from Distortory and we know a bit about him as a gamer. Ryan, do you have any kind of guess as to what
0: game might have been chosen? Uh, To me, I... I have a feeling it's going to be you and it's going to be some portion of Star Citizen because obviously you can't, you know, play the whole thing. So, <laughs> it, you know, you'd go <laughs> drifting through a wall. But uh, I, I think it's going to be something along those lines as far as like, OK, Paul, I know you've said a lot about this, but just you have to try this section now and you don't have a choice. And because I'm forcing you to play this. So I, I you're going to have to take a look and see. So that, that's where my spidey senses are going.
2: It, it might be because I played Star Citizen with Disratory and he completely changed my mind on a lot of what my perception of that game was. And then yeah. Paul said I was in a cult now. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and so maybe, maybe I can recognize Disretory, him, Josh. I was raised in
1: a cult. I know what they look like. <laughs> I was going to say, on the other hand, he might be scared to pick Star Citizen for me because he doesn't want to hear me complain oh, about this yeah. game. And some of the business practices. So that's also part of it. Kind of like how when my mom signed up for Legendary and picked Fortnite and she was like, I'm sorry, I really hope you don't hate playing it. And I'm like, it's fine, mom. It's going to be fun. Like, don't worry about it. But there might also be some concerns. I do know that Distritory did initially reach out to me and kind of was poking around about some VR content. And I kind of told him, if you want to go the VR route, I don't think you can pick Josh or Ryan because they both suffer from motion sickness. And I said, if you want to go the VR route, I'm down for playing whatever. I don't get motion sickness. So kind of depending on the content, I would be a safe pick for that. So I think at this point, I'm kind of leaning toward it probably being a VR title. But honestly, I I don't really know for sure.
2: I love I love knowing and you guys don't know. It's, it really is fun.
1: Feels good.
0: <laughs> it really does, man. You're man. in the exclusive club of one here yeah. out of the three of us. I wish yeah. I didn't get motion sick.
2: I will say, I, I mean, I, I have played a lot of VR. The only thing I can't do in VR is free movement. I can yeah. handle teleporting. I can handle That's me too. looking around. I can handle being up on a skyscraper and looking down. That really messes with my fear of heights, but it's like I kind of like it in some weird sort of way. Um, I just can't do free movement with head turning. The second I push the stick forward and my guy yeah. starts walking, and then I look to the left. Uh, yeah, uh. it is literally just, <laughs> uh, oh, goodness. And my brain just does not like it at all. Yeah. So I've said
1: this before, but when I first got my Quest 2, Josh had already had VR for quite a while. And I have heard just Josh talk about this so much. I was so scared about free movement that I played Half-Life Alex. That was like the first thing I really played on VR. And I did the teleport movement. And then finally, like a year later, when I fired it back up and decided to give it like a second playthrough, I did put it on free motion.
0: And it's so much better. Yeah. (laughs) I I want to be able to do
2: that. I just can't.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. We want to do these things. Like, I, I've, I've, yeah. I've gone deep sea fishing four times. I, it's a horrible decision, and I'm too headstrong uh, to not go. But I just keep going. Maybe this time will be better. Get sick every single time, but yeah, it's just one of those things, man. I just, I want to be able to play those games. I just can't. Yeah,
1: yeah. For me, I was just so scared to even try. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to like feel sick afterward. I will say that the teleport movement is very funny because you can definitely like juke and cheat certain things oh, So if like those yeah. if those little like face huggers would jump on me i could just like teleport and sidestep them you know but <laughs> nice anyway we don't even know for covering vr but I,
2: I, Josh, are you going to give us a little bit of a teaser before we go to our yeah, first break? you know, we got to build up the, the the tease just a little bit. Um, it, it, and again, Ryan touched on this. You guys have no idea. Uh, I mean, th- we keep it from each other. It's part of the fun of the episodes just for us, too. I like that you two are in the dark. Um, so let me give you a little tease. Um, this is a story synopsis on the game that Disratory picked. And it says... Victor Howard is searching for his fiancée, Ava Thorne, who is part of a lost expedition in Antarctica. His rescue mission takes a sudden turn as he ventures deeper into a dark, monstrous world where reality warps and twists around him. Desperate to find the one he loves, Victor must encounter disturbing creatures and climb sheer cliff walls as he descends further into madness.
1: Ooh, that's a good teaser.
2: All right. So it sounds like maybe a little bit of horror elements to whatever Ooh, this game yeah. is.
1: Sounds like it. Okay. All I- right. Well, let's go ahead and take a short break and then we'll come back and talk about it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech.
0: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.
1: Okay, we are back from break. Josh, you just read us a little bit of a story synopsis. I think I might know where this is going, but I'm curious to hear from Ryan. Do you have Do you have any guess or any kind of idea what this game might be?
0: It's a VR for you. That's what I'm thinking, at least. I think <laughs> gonna... it's definitely a VR. That I, think think sound a... Like I... it, it does sound
2: like Star Citizen. It does <laughs> not
0: sound like Star Citizen at <laughs> all. I think I've... we can scratch that one. I off think the it's list. A... I think it's a VR for Paul and like the the climbing the walls. I can just picture with the Use an ice pick with your controller, you know, going across, which sounds awesome. I wish I could do it and not throw
2: up, but I guess here we are. All right. So let me let me do this then. I'll just kind of continue on. Here's a couple key features of the game. Okay. All right. Explore the mysterious Antarctic and experience Lovecraftian-esque horror. Use your wits to escape dark caverns and the dangers that await you in the cold and inside your own mind. Scale vast walls of ice and explore the treacherous mountains of Antarctica. Use weapons and your wits to survive the uncanny horrors that haunt dark caverns. Cling to your sanity in a surreal world where nothing is as it seems. Ooh. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I don't want to ruin the suspense here, but I'm pretty sure I know the game. Oh snap. Okay. Well can I guess? You can you can you guess. To wait? No, you can guess. I because I, I, the the last little teaser I had was a review from Game Informer. Uh-huh. Uh, before we announce the game but if you think you know what it is let's hear it paul i think i've watched gameplay of this and i
1: i would say that i would love nothing more than to watch ryan play this game but i think it's probably picked for me is it edge of nowhere
2: it is edge of nowhere edge of <laughs> <there>. <laughs> okay
1: uh-huh. all right that i i i did watch footage And this was one of the examples that Desertory and I were talking about where I said, you can pick Josh or (laughs) or Ryan, but they might not make it past the first 10 minutes because there is like free motion and jumping. I do know that this also includes jump scares, which normally don't get me in games unless I'm wearing headphones. So the fact that I'm going to be playing or whoever's going to be playing it in VR I think that works really effectively, especially having a little bit of that horror bent when it's in VR. Um, But I will say Edge of Nowhere did come out several years ago. It was a little bit like before VR really took
0: off. And so I know this one probably slipped under a lot of people's radar. This looks cool. I'm looking
2: at some stuff now. This looks pretty dang cool. Well... All right, Paul, you nailed the game. So good, good memory there. Um, I figured as soon as I mentioned Antarctica, you guys knew it wasn't going to be Star Citizen. And then... (laughs) uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. So just to because we still don't know who's going to play it. uh, I mean, Distratory did reach out to Paul and was kind of feeling out the waters. So maybe, maybe it's Paul. It could be Ryan. We all know Ryan's a big chicken with horror games. So maybe Distratory just said, forget his motion sickness, man. You know, he'll get through it. I... I would be so happy. Watching
1: Ryan play Manhunt back in the day (laughs) and watching him play Resident Evil 4 are core gaming memories for me that I will never forget. Just cackling while Ryan is screaming like a little girl, (laughs) it never grew old.
0: I was
2: a child, Paul. You were.
1: That's why it's okay.
2: (laughs) All right. So what I'll do is I'll read this review from Game Informer. They rated the game a 75 as a Metacritic score. And it said, Insomniac does a great job of taking advantage of the sense of VR or the sense of presence with VR technology that VR technology can bring with sequences that put disturbing images up close for examination. The experience isn't about jump scares. It's about making you dread what's ahead rather than Mm. trying to make you soak your seat. It's not revolutionary but this game is a rewarding way to spend an afternoon just be sure to crank the ac Ooh, <laughs> i like that last line <laughs> okay so all right this Imp- game Impending dread this game Can't is wait. a third person action adventure game uh is how they actually describe it so a third person vr game have either of you played a third person vr game i don't think so uh, No, nothing I can think of. So, Which is interesting, right? Because everybody thinks VR first person, I can hold my hands up in front of me and that kind of thing. Now, I actually have played um, Moss, which is a third person. You control the little mouse, and it's actually really cool. Like, I did not know how initially I would like. Like, that's the whole point of VR is it's me, right? I can turn my head and look around and all that stuff. But it is a very neat take on a VR game when you are watching and controlling what is happening from kind of outside the character um so i i didn't know if either of you had any experience with that and if you don't it will be an interesting experience for you guys there i totally forgot about hellblade hellblade i played in vr okay. and that's third
1: person that is yeah. oh, that's oh, okay. right see
2: i never played it in third person so i played hellblade i just don't know how it'd be in vr okay um all right so third person action adventure some people say it's a little bit of an action horror game paul famously horror games and you don't really mix i think you have a hard time with the suspension of belief you know and and you know we have played phasmophobia we have played a lot of horror games together and while you are a good sport about it i don't think you get scared very easy is that fair to say that is fair to say.
1: What's funny is nothing scares me more than sudden loud sounds. I think the hardest I have ever been scared in games is when I accidentally click my mouse button p- running around in PUBG when I'm not expecting it and I accidentally click it and I
2: scare myself. All right, and Ryan, you on the other on the flip side of this are a huge chicken.
0: Oh um, no! We
2: have, but I—I I mean, I admit I am too, because we've played—we've all played Lethal Company together. Hearing Ryan screaming, hearing me screaming, <laughs> you know. But I love
0: it. I love—I love the fear. i i i I'm, jump scares will get me every single time, even if I know it's coming. It'll like Resident Evil. Um, you know, when she comes out, I forget which one it is. She comes out behind, you know, and chops your arm off with the the chainsaw and stuff. Every time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Jump scares will get me and make me squeal like a little girl.
1: I, I I will say I do enjoy certain horror games. It depends what yeah. kind of horror. When it's, I'm supposed to be scared of this ghost, and I can barely walk, like in Phasmophobia, it's just a little too silly for me. And an, another legendary pick was Devour. Devour, I kind of enjoyed the gameplay. I just didn't find it to be all that scary. But if it's a game like, Resident Evil Village, where we talked about, you know, the baby monster and you're racing for the elevator. Yeah, you feel the adrenaline. And I I, I enjoy that quite a bit. I would say if it has like if it's spiritual horror, it's less likely to vibe with me as opposed to more physical grounded horror, if that makes sense.
2: Okay. All right. Well, here we go, boys. Time to find out which one of you is playing. Ryan. Do you have Dramamine in your medicine cabinet?
0: Uh, I've taken everything known to man as far as uh, that goes, but I probably do have Dramamine.
2: (laughs) Okay. Well, it's okay because you won't need it, Ryan. It's Paul.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: I I had a feeling. Now, I almost jumped in to say it doesn't matter, Ryan. You're not going to need it. Well, I'm
0: wondering if (laughs) the third person aspect of it will make it not as kind of nausea inducing for me you know i wonder i actually I wonder, wonder it, it that could too be because
2: i think i think it would not affect you the same way to be honest mm-hmm. like if you're not in the eyes of the person and your brain thinks that you are moving i think at that point you're more observing movement and that's a lot easier to do i yeah. you know in that regard so one of I my would favorite
0: yeah one of my favorite VRs is super hot and i love that game and it's first person but you're not moving you're at each station. So I got that Star Wars game on VR, and the second I started walking around, I'm like, oh man, yeah. I could just feel it. My <laughs> brain was like, whoa, 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 buddy, what are you doing here? Let's, let's kick this off real quick.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> Very nice. Um, I will say this, Paul. So Disretory did pick you because of your love of story in games Mm, and Dissertory said he really enjoyed the story aspect of edge of nowhere coupled with obviously he loves VR games and he says you know what here's a VR game that I think has a great story to it and he was very curious to see what your thoughts on that would be so that is why he picked you so initial impression Paul I will say the gameplay looked
1: very exciting from what I saw now I didn't watch a whole lot and it's been a probably a couple weeks since I actually looked at it. I love Antarctica as a setting. I think it's really underutilized. Whenever that pops up in a movie or a TV show, I feel like it's always great. The Thing. Um, The Thing. Yeah. Uh, X-Files has like a real famous uh, Frozen. They find like an alien worm, and it's very similar to The Thing. And if Districtory is saying it has a really interesting story, then I'm feeling much more hyped about all those things. I have always said that I feel like I have not experienced a whole lot of VR. If I'm going to pick up a game more than likely, I'm just going to do one that's on my PC because it's just easier to sit down and just play. I'm a little bit lazy in that regard, but if I'm going to be forced to play a VR game, that's probably a good thing. I I probably should play more stuff with my quest too. So I'm going to have to dust it off. And I think the last time I, I played it was when we played Demio. That's a long Josh? time
0: ago. Oh, wow. It, it
1: has yeah. been a long time.
2: Yeah. I think that's honestly my last time playing the VR. I played Demio a lot longer than you guys did. I Recently, up until about four months ago, I was playing Demio like once a week with family and stuff like that. But it's I kind of miss it. It's yeah. a fun game. <laughs> it really is. Demio now, is great.
0: Are you guys like, because th- th- I'm the same way with my VR is where I'll play it every day for two weeks. And then I put it, I have like a big old container that I made, uh, you know, a hard case shell, Pelican case style. Put it away and then I don't touch it for six months. That's then, exactly right. Yeah, I'll bust it exactly. out play it every single day for two weeks again, and then it'll go put away again. So that's, yeah, I don't know why that is a thing with VR, unless you just have it, out. I guess, out of sight, out of mind.
2: But yeah, that's funny. Yeah, this game is a little bit older. So Paul, you're going to actually have to go back to your Half-Life Alex days where you have to use the Air Link and actually link it up with your PC too. But that also means that there's pretty good graphical fidelity in the game as well because right. it's not native to the Quest 2. This game actually came out when it was the Oculus Rift back in the day. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yep. All right, so let me, let me do one more thing. I know we're running out of time, but let me just, I'll read a couple reviews from a few of the uh, larger gaming sites uh, when this game came out. So Eurogamer gave it a recommend and said Insomniac's uh, debut blends great art, effective stealth design, and VR's powers of immersion for wonderfully unsettling results. And GameSpot gave it an 8 out of 10 and said, Edge of Nowhere is a model example of how to integrate traditional gameplay into VR, striking a wonderful balance between showcasing the capabilities of VR and delivering engaging action. Familiar, though, the challenges may be they're made exciting by stirring set pieces and surprising visions, both of which are amplified in VR. Insomniac Games has a storied history that includes many beloved games and franchises and with Edge of Nowhere that legacy grows stronger. Okay. I'm liking so what I'm hearing. I I am very curious on this one, Paul, because I'm I'm really curious how your take on horror is going to mix with your take on like a little bit of stealth gameplay. Like Dissertory said, like it reminded him a little bit and he's certainly not comparing it, but to The Last of Us in how the game plays a little bit. Ooh. Okay. You know, with that third person kind of perspective and the story that you kind of encounter. And so I am very curious on how for you specifically, we're taking VR, we're taking a story, we're taking some mechanics that I think you would enjoy and we're putting them all together. So I this for me could go anywhere for you like I can see you coming back and being like this just did not land at all or you might be like you know what first game I've ever played third person in VR really cool story chilling atmosphere that really was amplified by virtual reality and kind of seeing it be more surprising than you thought but I'm gonna go out on a limb here and I'm gonna say I think
1: after playing this game it's gonna be one of those ones that I put under the like forgotten gems category, like oh. forever ago, one of our very first bonus rounds was on forgotten gems. This to me sounds like it could very easily end up in that category. If we're talking good story, interesting VR mechanics, maybe it just kind of got overlooked because it came out so early among the VR cycle. I'm very, very hyped to play this. I would say right now, I am actually quite
2: optimistic that I will like it. Ooh, All right. I'm curious. I, I want to say, I tell you what, Paul, this game, if I love
1: the early hours, you'll pick it up. I was going to say this game is
2: not very long. So if you get into it and you are an hour or two in and you're like, guys, there's no motion sickness. And I think you guys would really enjoy this. I have not played my VR in forever and I would very, very seriously consider picking it up so that I can kind of experience it with you. I ain't making no promises, of course, but (laughs) I'll
0: just. And you can always swing by my house. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll just come over and try it out. (laughs) That might be best because if I don't have motion sickness. Yeah, now I'll get it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. So, Paul, uh, guesstimate on your leaderboard. So, leaderboard wise, I'm trying
1: to think of what might be sort of similar in the range that I'm thinking. I have Resident Evil Village quite high on my leaderboard out of the 100 and four games i have resident evil village at 19 i don't think it'll be quite that high i have demio at 30 which is pretty darn high i mean that's that's above dos 2 that's above risk of rain 2 yeah i think it's going to be pretty close to that i'm going to guess i'm going to have it right next to demio i think it'll be one above or one below i think i'm going to have it somewhere here around number 30 which is is, quite high that is
2: serious optimism right there
1: that's yeah. Uh, that nope. that's where I'm, I'm at I, right now. Expectations are high. I hope
2: you're right.
0: <laughs> I do too. That
2: means like this is a hit, and then Paul's gonna come back and be like, ah, did I say thirty? I meant ninety.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> that's yeah. probably what it'll be. It'll either be way way high or it'll be way at the bottom. Yeah, that's kind of VR in general, right? Like, yep. it's Beat true.
1: Saber, incredibly fun. I've I played so much Beat Saber. Half Life Alex, one of the best games ever. Full stop. Yeah. But then. As, you know super hot i thought was pretty fun too honestly every other vr game i've dabbled into i'm just kind of over it within the first few minutes yeah even hellblade i kind of forced myself to keep playing um but yeah i think it's gonna be pretty high or pretty
0: low i never played more vr than after i broke my wrist uh skateboarding because i couldn't golf for for uh, a while so i yeah. just was in the driving range just golfing like just dreaming <laughs> pretending <laughs> I, I will say one last thing. This
1: is very good timing for Distortory to pick me because one of our quest two controllers has been missing for the last week. And my son Jackson just found it last night. <gasps> oh, no way. And so he came <laughs> running out like after bedtime. He's like, I found it. And I was like, Oh, nice. Cause you, you can't use it without it. Yeah. So pretty good timing. Nice.
2: You, Go to bed. I'll be curious <laughs> if I, this is the one thing I don't know is because you have to play it through steam link. Um, if the, quest controllers will work like a normal controller or if you're going to have to whip out the xbox controller and play it like that
1: yeah i mean i think either way it's going to yeah. be just fine uh i i have joked before that my house is not set up very well for vr and uh that i have thought about bringing my pc out front to play in my driveway <laughs> because that's the only area where i can have a like a 10 by 10 <laughs> <Yeah>. area available <laughs> so yeah I'll, I'll figure something out
2: We'll we'll make it work I can't wait to hear this one, man. I might might be more excited excited than this on this because just knowing Paul, this could go so many different directions. I can't wait to hear what you think about this. And that's another thing that we didn't talk about. We will not share our opinions on this until we come back to do the follow-up episode on this. So whereas nobody knows what's going to happen on these, we are not going to know what Paul thinks about this game until it is actually time to record the follow-up. Uh, yeah at, at the only
1: thing i'll try to share with you guys is just if i think you'll get motion sickness or not and then you can always come over and try i'll, I'll try not to share anything else yeah there might be a little bit of like i think you should come over and try it that might indicate yeah. early positive yeah. <laughs> thoughts but that doesn't mean it'll necessarily stay that way so we'll see or you just want to make me sick or that yeah Maybe <laughs> yeah, come on over
0: ryan check it out <laughs>
1: Yeah, you you voted against that article I wanted to cover for this week in gaming. Come try try this game. That was one time. (laughs) All right. Well, I think that wraps everything up here for this Hijack a Host pre-dive. I'm very excited. I've been wanting to have another game to play. So this is perfect. Uh, We do want to say thank you once again to Distritory for going legendary and picking this game. For anyone else out there who wants to do anything similar, you know, go sign up at multiplayer squad.com. Even if you don't sign up for legendary, there's far cheaper tiers. Starts at $5 a month. And that money just helps fund our show so we can keep doing it. And also make sure to follow us on socials everywhere at Video Gamers Pod. Join the free Discord with the link in the episode description and leave that review and we'll read it on the show. And that wraps everything up. So thank you to everyone out there for listening. And until next time, happy gaming. See ya. All right.
2: See everybody.